0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Spurts.
1: Welcome to The Deep Dive. Guys, we have a special guest. Sorry we're running late. It's on me. This is not because of our guests. We have have the number one uh, women's Euro handicapper on earth. Uh, Andy Molitor joining us for today's podcast, where we break down the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Andy, congrats on all the success in Women's Euro. Uh, sorry that there's only one game left and not two. But uh, how are you feeling today?
0: Good. I'm gonna. I don't know if we're actually going to do a whole podcast about it. Maybe I'll do a brown bag about it. But I'm definitely going to start flipping over to World Cup soon. Ooh. We're gonna dig into some food. There's so many places that have it up on like the main menu where it's like football, basketball, hockey, World Cup. I'm like, it's July. What are we doing? So I I think they've somehow pounded into my brain that I'm behind on the World Cup. So (laughs) I'm going to get caught up and do a little figuring. I'm going to talk to some people I know, see what we think, and kind of follow the same process I do for every international tournament, Just do some digging and get some – God, I love some futures. Because, honestly, after – I have a separate tab on my spreadsheet for future bets – or anything mm-hmm. that I bet that isn't gonna, you know, be settled today, even something yep. I'd bet for the like golf, golf, you know, golf full tournament matchups. or
1: like who's so, gonna be the next James Bond or something.
0: The next James Bond is on the spreadsheet, too. it doesn't have a settled <laughs> date though. But uh, the next after the Euros are done on Sunday, the one that's settling next is a uh, U.S. Open futures for me. That's in, like September, so oh, for, there's a tennis, yeah, yeah. There's a definite gap. I have. I might have a Polish girl at about six.
1: Who'd you one. bet? Oh, Ega. Oh, nice. Six to one, was, one for Ega.
0: It was a Man. parlay. It was Joker to win the Wimbledon with her. Beautiful. To win. So Beautiful. Took yeah. care of half that. And yes. It is the, the, the pending tab is starting to get a little thicker as I add more football stuff. I talked about that. I found a Justin Jefferson 25 to one. They didn't take very much on it
1: for OPOI. Uh,
0: OPOY, I think just based okay, on where he's that. sitting in the market for, you know, most yards, most, and it, it is always like, Hey, who is the best non quarterback? And I, I really struggle to see some of the real top running backs to get to the spots where they'd need to be to win that. So it's going to be a receiver, I believe. And it wouldn't surprise me if Cooper cup just did it again, but there are two or three receivers that I think have a decent shot to sneak into that spot. And we talked about Minnesota already, if they do open up the offense, he is maybe your wide receiver one uh, when it comes to like fantasy points and bullshit like that. So I think that might get him an award this year.
1: Like that one a lot. I like bets like that because you're not even really taking a position. You're, you are effectively correcting the market. Like that's a market correcting bet. There's no way Jefferson should have been 25 to one, but also be the, expected leader in, in receiving yards. Yeah,
0: he's like co-leader no, for yeah. Or, yeah, he's like the co-favorite to be the yards leader. So yeah, one of those prices is
1: wrong. <laughs> one of the and I think you got the you were on the right side of that. Uh which is uh yeah those those are my absolutely my favorite ways to uh, and we I did to say that like uh get down not
0: this Friday with smart people but next Friday with smart people we are going to dig into
1: all mm-hmm. the award
0: markets. I think we're going to have a very fun show. Award. I talked about it a little in the deep den, deep dive Discord, talked about some, uh, uh, you know, like, hey, we're going to say, I'm going to set some criteria for each award based on who's okay. won it the last five, 10 years. Then you okay. and the guest can kind of nitpick that and say, hey, here's a guy maybe that's outside of that that could, and we'll come up with some takes and maybe make a few bets right there on that podcast. But yeah, today we're going to do two more teams and finish up the NFC East with everybody's darling that isn't the Lions and America's team, Jara's team, uh, a team that uh, won the division last year, a team that won like 12 games last year, uh, oh, a team wow. that didn't win any playoff games. So it's been a bit. So Let's um, talk Eagles. Let's start with these Eagles who this kind of escaped my brain. I had forgotten how poorly they started the season. Like, I, I remembered the end. I remember the, I remember them
1: getting Jeez, there. Jeez, you're right. Two and five.
0: Two and five to start the season. Bad won. losses in there, too. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, people talk about uh, they beat some bad teams. Well, every, every team with a lot of wins beats some bad teams. You have to beat bad teams if you want to bump your schedule or bump your win total up enough to get to the point where you are in the playoffs. And they did that. They were a 6.5 in the regular season wins. They were not expected to do much. They were like, I think they were like four 11 and one the year before. Yeah. So they had, uh, and you had the weirdness. If we want to go back to 2020, you had the weirdness where people are like, is the coach just going to quit? Like, he doesn't seem to get along with the front office. Are we just going to run into a weird spot here? And it was, it felt more like a divorce than anything.
1: Well, it was the Wentz milk-curdling that really yeah, That unwound yeah, that, that
0: team. It's He's back in the division, guys. But I, know. I, I think that probably was for the best. I liked the coach. I like what we did. It took a little bit of time to get things figured out, especially on the defensive side of things. And they were still missing pieces. And, you know, shit kind of came together. And something I do love about any team that is able to find an identity is when a team does find an identity and says like, hey, guess what? Our roster is really good at X. Let's do X really well, especially when game state slash the other team's formations and scheme calls for us to use X. And with them, it was running the damn ball, which is not very 2021 or 2022, but again we aren't ever going to be anti running the ball we're anti running the ball at stupid times in stupid positions with stupid uh play sequencing so the eagles made it work and then they got to the playoffs you want to talk about the playoff game because i remember No 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 let's go back to, to it. let's go
1: let's go right. i like we'll I like we'll you that set at that at the up end. but i want to go back um you're absolutely right this was expect this team was expected to come in fourth in the in the NFC East last year they were the they were the expected bottom dwellers and you're absolutely right that through through seven weeks they were two and five through nine weeks they were three and six and they literally had beaten only the crap teams on their schedule they beat the Lions Panthers and Falcons and they lost to every team that they faced with the pulse And some of the losses were pretty demoralizing, like the Cowboys lost 41 to 21. That was never felt close. Um, Ultimately, the, uh, you know, the losses started getting a little bit more. You can build we can build on this. Right. Like the Thursday night loss to the uh, Buccaneers, where although even that one, that one sticks in my craw because I bet I laid the points with the Bucs in that game and the Bucs. I basically kneeled on the goal line. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, And they so that one was one where the margin really didn't reflect the uh, the actual win probability. So Uh, but that said, uh, they turned it around and they won what one, two, three, six out of eight down the stretch. Really solid finish. But when you you look at who they beat, they beat up on the teams they should have beat. They beat the Jets, Giants, Washington twice, Um, you know, and so it's like there's not actually a good win on this schedule, is there? What's the best not, win on this? No
0: I mean, not really. Like the the Let's go go through them. Like the Falcons turned out to be a pretty bad team, but I mean, I'm gonna give them that. Like that was a thrashing. You can't say like it's a bad win just because it was a bad team. If you pound them like it was that, an ass kicking,
1: yeah, it was an. I ass mean, kicking.
0: good ass kicking was fine, but uh, the Carolina game, um, uh, the silver lining there was on the road. Any road win is not bad, but again, it wasn't. A, an impressive win, the Lions game. I'll go back to point one. It was at least it was an ass kicking.
1: Like yeah, that's sure. something. Um, the, <laughs>
0: the, the the Broncos game.
1: At mean, least we, it was an ass it,
0: kicking. Uh, yeah, again, at least it was an ass kicking. The Saints one, I believe, was in the midst of nice a somehow. spot. I believe no, it was Trevor Simeon. That was a Trevor, Trevor Simeon, Simeon game. So, oh, you're right. Anything if you gave up twenty nine points to Trevor Simeon. I'm going to call that not a great win. The Jets, that is probably not going to be a great win. You oh want to guess God. who the quarterback was in that one?
1: was it was it uh, Mike White or was it Wilson?
0: I want you to guess both quarterbacks.
1: Oh Jesus Christ. Uh, you mean the Eagles didn't have hurts in that
0: that was that was a men's game.
1: A Minshew versus Flacco or something? No, it was it was it was was Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson actually didn't play. Zach Wilson versus Minshew. That was
0: that was Minshew played very well in that game. He twenty and twenty five. They so they didn't beat.
1: They didn't. They didn't even beat a league average quarterback last year.
0: No, I mean I'm trying to find. And again, then Washington, New York, Washington, the Dallas or the Dallas game. You can kind of toss out. They they punted on that one since I don't think they could move any positioning. then the tampa playoff loss was okay can prop that score in the playoffs is probably not indicative of how bad that if you go go so it was it was 31 to 15 but it was 31 nothing at one point like that game was well out of hands by the time we got midway i mean midway through the second quarter it was 17 nothing and At that point, it might as well have been seventy-one nothing. It was just nothing was getting going. Hertz was pretty rough. The things they were trying to do that were working during the season weren't working because it was just too good of a defense. Well, okay. Well, let me let me let me uh
1: point point on what was working though. What was working and the games that I watched the Eagles. Well, not just playing bad teams, but getting a lead and then you you know and then exactly what you said. They had a great offensive line. They had a great run scheme. They would get a lead, and they would put those leads away on the strength of their trenches. And they did it against every bad team they faced, but they did not beat an elite quarterback. Uh, the closest they came was 27-24 against Herbert, I guess. Um, yeah, I was
0: going to say, Johnny, they, they lost that game to the Chargers. There was That one, actually, I, I'll give them more credit for that Chargers loss. Then yeah. maybe, maybe it some of their wins. Ross,
1: like
0: too. They, they, I, mean, I know what they played a, a good team with a good quarterback close. They scored 24 there, but yeah, that was a, they lost to the teams that were better than them that had good offenses. They, you know, obviously like, what are you going to do with that? They played the Niners, Cowboys and Chiefs right in a row after beating the Falcons. Yeah. It's a rough stretch. It was, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't a crazy hard schedule. In fact, it was probably, if you look at it um, based on last year, it actually wasn't easy schedule. That was a big part of it, but uh, they were coming Mm -hmm. in with new coach, new quarterback, new scheme, new defensive scheme. So all in all, it was a really good outcome, honestly, for, uh, you know, it depends on how you look at it. Like I, again, I, I like teams to just tank if they're, if they don't have a legitimate chance of winning in the playoffs, but for fans of the team, I think they were probably surprised and happy with that win streak. It got the, a little excitement around it. And you know, maybe I, I still doesn't, I talked to noobs about it this morning on Broadband. The city of Philly is not rallying around Jalen hurts quite yet. <laughs> well, he he yeah, says the, I get why. The talk radio, the talk radio buzz is like just never going to happen with this kid. We're, it's, it's not enough. Like we're just getting stuck in this middle of the pack and,
1: kind of that's kind of where i'm at yeah okay so i bet against them aggressively uh when it came to that tampa bay playoff game that was about as bad a spot as you possibly could have crafted for a young quarterback making his first ever start going up against the defending champs and tom brady on the road like that's that's the kind of a nightmare but that at the same time, time that coach that quarterback yeah everything every oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the scheme you are up against every single aspect of it didn't fit it wasn't good that was a disaster um the good thing is that's why you want to if you're a middling team like they were last year or like uh our high upside is maybe we make the playoffs why you go for it is to get that one out of the way right like presumably you've gotten hurts the stinker out of the way. Presumably the next time you're in the playoffs, if you have a more favorable matchup or you're at home, even if you win your division, um, you know, it's, it's not as deer in the headlights kind of an experience because that's what I, that was my read on that performance from the Eagles was very deer in the headlights and they kind of whole team kind of embodied the, uh, you know, Hertz's inexperience in that one. Um, I guess what I would tell you is how did we go from a team that didn't beat anyone in 2021 that got absolutely exposed in their playoff matchup? How did that team become the buzzy team?
0: All right. So let's let's start, (laughs) let's start, let's start with the, the... the Washington
1: football team last
0: year kind of let's start with the positive so i put this improving on improvement was one of the things like because they improved greatly last year compared to where they were and uh, again the schedule is only part of the equation good teams lose to bad teams all the time go look who the jaguars beat last year the jaguars beat a very good team at one point last year Uh, you still have to go out there and execute there's not this isn't alabama citadel the difference between the best team and the worst team in the league is a lot closer than you see in other sports so you still got to get it done and you know granted we have to grain assault it because there was a lot of wins against bad teams but yeah there are things that's you know just what happened on draft day like uh, how are we going to make how are we going to make Jalen Hurts better like what does a quarterback need to succeed first of all he has to have it we don't know that's an unknown so I'm throwing that out you have to have proper coaching I think they have a good enough coaching nucleus just based on like everything they did last year. Eventually, even on the defensive side was, all right, here's the hand we're dealt. We're not going to try to be something we aren't because that's not going to work. We're going to play to our strengths. So I, I feel like the coaching staff is smart enough. And again, just staying on the offensive side, the same fucking AT, like you have, you have a good wide receiver core. Like, if, and again, this is the big, big, big unknown. If Jalen Hurts has a big improvement in him, if he can get better at reading defenses, making his reads, making his audibles, adjusting, uh, playing in space, playing, uh, you know, extemporaneously when things break down, he has a really, really good receiving core that could be, should be top 10. He has a wide, he has an offensive line in front of him that, Probably has at least uh, the over under for Pro Bowlers on the front front five is two and a half, and I'd take the over in that spot. Like you have a top five offensive line, you have a All Star wide receiver that just got added to the team. I like Quez Watkins, uh, Devontae Smith. If he takes a step forward, like the offense has everything, but it really, it really, really, really doesn't work if Jalen Hurts doesn't take the step forward. So if you believe, and if you've seen enough and you've watched his film and you think his mechanics are there and it's just, it's just a matter of taking another step forward over the course of the summer, then I don't see how this offense isn't very good. Because they had an aggressive, well-thought-out run scheme that worked. If you can use that less and use it where you need to be using it and then really add a A high-end passing game behind this offensive line, like, how isn't this a very good offense? And offense matters so
1: much. No, 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 there's a... We
0: haven't haven't even got to the... We haven't even got to the defense yet with, uh, you know, you have... You kept Slay, you added Bradbury,
1: the Giants lost this your game. I did poke holes in the offensive side of things. Oh,
0: no, for sure. Like, I'm starting positive. We'll we'll get to the negative stuff. And then on the defensive side, they drafted... And added to the defensive line, they drafted. They probably got a steal, the Kobe Dean, and they signed Bradbury. Like they added, they added pluses at all three levels on the defensive line. Kazeer White, they added uh, Hassan Redick. Like mm-hmm. it just, it seems like on paper, if the coaching staff is smart and they make things happen, like they seemed like they were. They made good in season adjustments last year. It seems like basically, if Jalen Hurts is good, this team should have double digit wins. And if Jalen Hurts is, 100%, yeah. and, and I mean, probably capped out at like 12, 13 wins. Cause it, if we look, we'll get to the schedule. Some, and again, we've, we did this with the, the Giants and the Commanders. When teams have an easy schedule, usually everybody in the division has a, Pretty easy schedule because they play the same cross divisions. They had an easy schedule last year, and they have probably an easier one this year. Oh, stronger. So everything is in place. It just it comes down to the massive unknown, which is the hardest part of it. What we do here is like if you're betting on the Eagles team to do really, really well, you're betting on Jalen Hurts, and that's what again why I talked about it this morning on Brown Bag. I said. You know what? If I were betting the Eagles, if I really believed in the Eagles and there's a chance I'm getting there, I would take them over 10 and a half, over 11 and a half, over 12 and a half wins before I ever touched like the Super Bowl odds. Because again, it is, you know, you said you got the stinky one out of the way. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It's still a young quarterback going up against, you know, a spot where it's going to be really, really tough to actually slide all the way up to the one seed. So you're likely having to win several games, maybe several road games with a still a young quarterback with only one playoff game under his belt. And again, even sometimes teams that are clearly the best team in the playoffs lose. It's a crap shoot sometimes in the playoffs because it's single elimination. So if I, if I do believe in Jalen in hurts and everything they've added I'm really keen on these alt over win totals like the, Hey, the Eagles might win 13 games and I'm going to get paid because I'm going to ladder my ass all the way up from nine and a half through 13. But uh, yeah, on the, on the other side of the coin, I mean, poke some holes then like poke holes. We we got to
1: let's, let's revisit what do we, I mean, I, I I still haven't made my mind up frankly about, about this team. Uh, I just know that the market is awfully hot on them and that has me skeptical um but maybe the schedule works out where they're just not playing enough elite teams that you have to worry about it until the playoffs in which case your entire dad tribe right there is you know clip it save it for the you know best of <laughs> you know at the end of the season uh where it's like oh yeah they won 14 games but they lost badly in round one of the playoffs uh like that's entirely oh, they, they wouldn't play in round one of the playoffs they won 14 games but We'll put that aside for a second. Yeah, um, I, I said it's hard to get the one seed. Yeah. The one seed yeah. is not off the no, table. No, 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 Wait, no. That's, that's in um, the realm of possibilities. We, we disagree on this. The one seed is gettable for anyone who wants it in the NFC. The one seed in the AFC right. is going to take some luck. The one seed in the NFC, if someone can distinguish themselves, it is that is yours for the taking. Um, I think the poking the holes, are, it starts with Hertz, and it starts with the... You know, you brought up a lot of, I think, kind of in a vacuum, he could improve on X, Y, and Z. His reading the defense, his adjustments, blah, blah, blah. Like all stuff that should come naturally to a quarterback who is gaining experience at a starter level in the NFL, right? He's cerebrally, he has all of the tools. And, and oh, by the way, he has sort of the cheat code for young quarterbacks in terms of his mobility to where, you know he can, he sh- can and should improve on all that stuff. Although most of the improvement we see comes between year one and year two for these guys, and he is now, you know, he was the beneficiary of that last year, taking a team that was expected to finish fourth and making the playoffs. How much more room is there uh, to take another step forward for him is a very, li- very real question because, uh, you know, I I don't look at this team last year where and kind of look at some of their limitations some of their shortcomings and tell you that it was entirely because of who he had to throw to which is what it would have to be for the addition of aj brown to all of a sudden completely change the complex you know the the um the ceiling of the offense of this team right uh aj brown is a player i have enormous regard for i thought that was a draft day heist uh, getting him from Tennessee and, uh and boy, oh boy, the parallels between Philly and Miami are a little spooky, huh? You got uh, a lot of, a lot of the same kind of orbits. All this
0: firepower all, and you'll
1: see if you have a trigger. Yeah, exact, exactly. Exactly. You push your chips in the table. uh You had a lot of draft capital the last couple of years. um And you know, if you know, like the, presumably this is the year you find out one way or another, if Hertz is your guy the thing about Philly is that they still have a lot of draft capital in pocket for future years. So it's, they've set themselves up, I think fairly well, where if it's not going well, if they decide Hertz didn't make enough of a leap between year two and year three, if the, you know, if they're getting enough kind of external pressure, they may uh, be able to make a deal and kind of, you know, try to upgrade the quarterback position in the draft next year. It's not impossible. Um, or, but we trade for yeah, someone. Or trade for someone. I, I think ultimately, um, hurts to me is he's a good barometer quarterback he's going to beat the quarterbacks on, Yeah, he's going to beat the bad teams and he's going to have a tough time against the elite because i just i don't know that he's like, like is hurts ever the leader of an offense that is capable of scoring 30 points against a good team if it's a if it's that one that kind of a game
0: yeah i can't answer that and really like i did dig into this a little i said what limited him last year and it really i do think it just came down to probably inexperience and what learning limited and him last year that's I right because because it wasn't you. so like yeah, i i think devonta smith probably takes a decent step forward i thought he was good but it's not like he missed time like he played all the games uh, Rager played all the games. Watkin played all the games. Uh, Dallas Kadare missed a couple, but it's not like you had big injuries throughout the, the skill positions. He had his good line. He had, you know, the, the buy-in from the coaching staff. He played, you know, most of the season. It was, it was probably just inexperience, an And then again, learning, learning another new system, having another new coordinator, having another new coach, coming into this and it probably having lowered expectations and you know easing him in early on in the season so i think maybe that's why we saw you know, what, what we saw it was not it wasn't like horrible numbers again it was deer in the headlights babe in the woods once we got to the playoffs but that's that's the expectation when we when we oh, get yeah. to the playoffs and you have a, a essentially let's just call him a rookie quarterback because he played the year before but he didn't play much. I mean it's like, oh hey, Mahomes wasn't a rookie mm. that year because he played like two games. Like, you know
1: what? I think what, he, he had about as many snaps as Lamar Jackson had before Lamar Jackson came out the next season and won the MVP.
0: I, I'm curious about that now. I'm trying to remember 2020 for him.
1: I oh, thought he, he showed 15, you some clear
0: fifteen games.
1: Yeah, I thought he showed you some clear flashes in 2020. He only yeah, so, uh, he, he
0: played he was an big parts in of a lot of games. So he only he only had 148 attempts in 2020. So his QB record was one and three. So it, he played about Start, four, he four games. Yeah. Yeah. He played about three X what he did the year before. But yeah, he started four games, he had about a thousand yards. Six touchdowns, four interceptions. So big step forward in what he needed to be, what was asked of him. And again, I don't know. I'm not a great evaluator of like, hey, look at his, you know, these breaking down the film and looking at his motion, looking at his mechanics. Like, I don't think it looks bad most of the time. Um, Just uh, how does it not get better and easier the second year in the system adding A.J. Brown? And yes, he isn't Lamar, but he still can use his legs. It'll be interesting to see what we do with that.
1: Here's the problem. And this is why I'm struggling with the Eagles in general, is that I'm exactly like you. I cannot put my finger on what it was that was limiting him. And I also don't see anything in the data that tells us what is especially good about him. You know, like what is the Mm -hmm. attribute where he's like, you know what? Like this guy is in... You know, like character, characterizing him, the characterization of Jalen Hurts is not easy for me. uh, And that has me a little uncertain. Um, So I think, yeah, number one, pop pop the bubble is Hurts doesn't make as much of a leap between two and three as he did between one and two. And I think that's actually kind of expected. Um, The other key thing that pops the bubble for me or at least gives me pause about this team is fragility. Uh, a lot of the you mentioned the you know the Pro Bowl players on the offensive line. No disagreement. This is a clear top five offensive line by my rankings. The problem is these guys are not young, um, and they have wow. been. There's been a couple. You know, there has been some meaningful injuries that have really derailed what the system uh, is.
0: Yeah, I feel uh, like two years ago know.
1: was just an absolute dumpster fire Ooh, on both lines. So bad. So bad. And then
0: also, I I didn't. Uh, something surprised me and we, you know, he said he's not Lamar. Nobody's Lamar, but surprised me how many rushing yards he had last year. Oh yeah. He's, yeah, a, he was,
1: a, incredible. A, he was, he was nasty. No,
0: I remember him being good, mm-hmm. but he led the, he led the team. He, oh, well. he had more than, and the, to be fair, like they used like five different running backs and most of them to some decent success. Even Gainwell had 4.3 carry and being used kind of sparingly, but um yeah he had 784 i would have guessed like 550 so i mean yeah continuing to use that in the right way and i don't know, like if if it goes asunder it is fully on like oh no yeah. he hit his ceiling last year and he's not going to go any farther. like that's that's what keeps this team from challenging for the division challenging for the one seed and you're i mean you're right you know the the biggest thing that makes this team a possibility to get the one seed is Tampa Bay's schedule. Sucks. Oh, yeah. Sure. Tampa, sure. Tampa Bay has a tough ass schedule.
1: I believe. I agreed. Um, yeah. So the injury concerns don't just exist for the offensive line. Our guy, Stephen Lachman, the uh the, the uh the man behind the deep dev discord, if you didn't already know. Um the he brings up the depth is better that for the O line than they get credit for. I can't tell you that. All I can tell you is that you have like all pros uh and you know on that starting offensive line and those guys are not young uh and that is somewhat scary now that doesn't mean not to bet on this team it doesn't mean to bet against this team certainly uh it's just something to keep aware you know you know to keep in the back of your head as as you're looking for a red team case here similarly aj brown like that guy is a freaking beast but doesn't always stay healthy um not all you know his availability was an especially big concern and if we got you know a team like Tennessee gives up on a talent like that I think that's probably one of the reasons why they were willing to deal him uh they were concerned about his availability so um Devontae Smith also relatively small guy like you've got wave after wave of potential guys to step in and try to contribute as you mentioned Quez Watkins is you know high, high upside Miles Sanders running back high upside Gainwell high upside um but uh yeah, you know, but all of these pieces are fragile. Um, so, look at that. Uh, yeah,
0: let's look at this schedule. See how they get their fourteen wins now. Because again, we we had a very should we get fancy with it? Because we're going to have some data scientists on yet this summer. Very bimodal. Distribution for the Giants, like it's. I feel oh, like yeah. the, their their win their win totals are clustered around eleven and four, based on again the quarterback play and if it works out because we are super unsure if that's actually going to be something that works. So like, there's there's a world where the Giants aren't very good because Dimes just isn't it, and I think there's many worlds where Washington isn't good, and we'll get to Dallas. I think there's plenty of spots where. That offense takes a solid step back. I'm almost, if I'm the Eagles, I'm pissed I don't play them earlier. Like I don't know what Gallup is expected, but I'd like to play Dallas as early as possible. So there is there is a lot of soft soft soft, soft middle to this. And yes, Indy, Green Bay, Dallas. Um, geez, even like. No, I'm, I'm I'm running out of teams. I guess Minnesota, we're, we're sort of high on that offense to be pretty good, but there's a ton of games where beatable, beatable, beat. Like what what is their what is their toughest game? Is it at Indy leading into Green Bay?
1: Ah, uh, Dallas, oh, Dallas,
0: Dallas on the third straight road game. Let's just pencil that yeah, in for Yeah, that's a it.
1: Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, that's tough. That's to the
0: worst one. So, like they have but, that,
1: but this is but the schedule is cake, man.
0: It is super, super
1: cake. This is, well, I mean there's there some
0: stretches. There are some stretches there. We're like Is it really cake, it... Andy? <laughs> is it cake? Should we cut this open? Cake? We but we I mean, coming open? off a bye and getting um, either Trubisky or a rookie, getting Houston, uh, and then getting Washington before you have a tough little stretch three in a row, and then going back and it's New York and Chicago, and then ending a really really haven't settled on what I think of New Orleans again but if you need something to put you over the top like I like I like it when a team is able to kind of rest some guys in that last week but also the uncertainty we have no idea where this team will be we have no idea where the rest of the teams will be I love it if I'm backing a team if they have a game at the end of the year at home against one of the worser teams on their schedule like if you need that if they need to p- put the hammer down to get the one seed to get the division, whatever it is, like that's that's always a beaut. It's nothing worse than seeing, oh, we have a road game against a team that won their division last year. Like that sucks. So yeah. ending the game at home versus the Giants, ending the season rather. Like I, nice. I don't understand. I don't understand how this it. You team know what underperforms is, outside of
1: injuries. You know what else is really, really, really freaking solid? I think Philly is the only team in the NFL that basically gets two buys. Do you see what I'm seeing in the middle there? They get a buy, frankly. A flat oh, the Thursday to Monday. Then they get a Thursday. Yeah, to there's Monday, eleven days in between
0: those two games.
1: Eleven days between those two games. Yeah, and yeah. The Thursday night game, you get to go up and they're against Lovey Smith in Houston. You know, making his you know Thursday night football. You get a rookie uh, head coach on. Uh, you get a rookie head <laughs> coach
0: on Thursday, and then you get eleven days to prep for a dumpster fire.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, pretty nice. Get a, cu- a couple of nice. buys within four weeks. Yeah. That is very nice. Sounds, sounds sounds pretty good. Um the other fun things I notice here, I mean, you know, when when the third uh toughest game by spread on your entire schedule is at Arizona, you got a cake schedule. <laughs> You, you got a kick schedule. Um, they you are know dogs, they're doing their homework on you. They know. are dogs outside of a field goal once, uh, which I don't which, even think s- it says more about the quality of their opponents than it says about the um, the you know, market rating bigger. on this team. Probably, yeah. Um, fact, that is the, a
0: really shitty travel spot. That's a really. That's but again, a really again, again looking yeah. looking um, at their travel spot, they have that Arizona spot. Is that? It for, for going west anywhere west, like Dallas, yeah. Dallas, Dallas isn't close. I get it. Chicago's That's right. That's not the,
1: longest, the longest, the da- longest trip out is at Arizona. Dallas
0: isn't yeah. Is Dallas is your second longest trip out you go to Dallas and Houston, so you, you go to Texas twice, Arizona once, and then essentially yeah. it's like you take a, a puddle cool. hopper to the Midwest.
1: And you Texas. get extra rest all in the middle of that schedule. That's pretty damn nice.
0: It is a nice yeah. <laughs> we tried to throw cold nice. water on here. Again, if you again in the in the YouTube chat, on the Twitter, in the live chat, uh, comments on the YouTube, if you have something that you've like, hey, you're a film guy, or you have just watched every snap of Jalen Hurts, if you have some cold water you'd love to throw in him, I would love to hear it. I'd love to discuss that. Like bring it to me. I would. I'd love to see that because I just don't have a lot to, to to dispel rumors that this team may win 14 games.
1: Two really fun ones on the schedule. Doug Peterson coming to the uh, to the link.
0: Oh yeah. Chat's all about the week the, four. The, Doug Peterson uh-huh. coming
1: to the link. That's fun. Uh, and then of course, Monday night football. Wentzy. Wentz returns. If he's even still the starter. I
0: was gonna say, what <laughs> put odds on is it like uh the, Wentz, Wentz, is getting harassed because he's uh Wentz he's being holding a clipboard for Howell.
1: Wentz being unavailable for injury or performance is probably about thirty-three percent. If he, 35.
0: if he has been benched at that point, like if you're him, you just make a case for like, ah, you know, my aunt's dog is sick. I gotta <laughs> head back to North Dakota for the weekend. I'm just not gonna be able to make it to Raljan. It's, it's rough. It's. I, I'm oh, sorry. Sure. It's a French bulldog. We love him to death. His name's Snooty. Like, I got to go. I got to go up to Fargo because I would not want to go up there. Like that. That just seems like a bad, a
1: bad deal. I mean, Wentz still has a back question mark, by the way, that we didn't even bring up last time that I'm still very, you know, eyes open. If Wentz is ever dealing with the back on the on practice report, circle that in red Sharpie. Um, <clears> yeah. <throat> Uh, yeah so what well i mean we didn't even so we we basically we didn't find any games where you got a a a pretty solid fate on this team right
0: like if if they become overrated if they become overrated in the market and that dallas game is like dallas minus two and they they've just come off beating the shit out of chicago or something
1: but actually can you go dan can you go back to the schedule? Clear fall down spot. What's the what's who's the best quarterback on this? Who's is there any top ten quarterback? Oh, Rodgers. Yeah, played Rodgers. Uh, Matt Matt Ryan has a chance
0: to sneak into the top ten just based on the players around him. If he doesn't um, do some of the things he did last year, if it was truly his, you know, the pieces around him that made him look that way, Matt Ryan's top twelve. So. This yeah, is Kirk Cousins yeah, this is kind of is, in the uh, spot too. Murray has a chance
1: if this is cool. a certain place. You there. you dodge everyone, everyone who's good. You dodged them, except for Rodgers.
0: Yeah, let's find a seventeen and zero prop. Holy shit, man!
1: <laughs> Kirk, yeah, Kirk, Cousins. I'm I'm getting it. I'm starting it's to like get. I'm starting. I'm starting to buy in here. I guess. Although at the same time, like they're favored by more than a field goal bunch. <laughs> are you going to be laying points of this team often?
0: Again, maybe early, but once they become market darlings even more, like it, it's probably going to be expensive to back this team. I'll be backing them in other ways. If the offense is working and they play somebody who I think it's a good matchup, maybe team total overs. But once the team becomes expensive, you know, you, you don't back a team just because they're good. You back a team because the market doesn't know how good they are. It, it's it's
1: tough hmm. well thank you dan uh i yeah i, I yeah i'm i'm kind of blown away i didn't really process how soft that schedule was until we saw it um i, I looked the at whole it NFC, the, whole, the whole nfc east really man like just well, I, thought I, yeah. I, I thought i pulled a you quarterbacks yeah
0: i thought i pulled a U you because i read <laughs> and i looked at like oh they had a soft schedule yeah, last wow. year and i'm like am yeah. i looking at it like oh no this is this year's they have a soft well, schedule the, again yeah
1: they had a fourth place schedule, which made it softer than everyone else in the NFC East, but it was still a lot tougher than this year. Yeah. Oh, man. So, wow. All right.
0: The odds to win the Super Bowl. Wow. 30 ish. Pass. Yeah. I, I, again.
1: 30. God damn it. If they're the one seed, though, fuck. 30 to 1 is going to be good in the pocket if they're the one seed. Shit. I may shop
0: around at a place that has like cash out options what's for, uh, hurts
1: MVP price
0: that's gotten see and that's the thing too they've been darlings already in the offseason so already got all this has got a lot a lot of that has gotten down yeah so to to win the NFC like if I could find a um Let's see, I found a fifteen at a place that has cash out ah, options. That's not a big enough number. It's it's still not huge. Like at eighteen would be great. Um, sounds like some people got some hurts at fifty five oh, to Femi, one for Lipscomb. Femi, Femi got fifty, 50 one, one Good for job, Super Bowl. Man. Yeah, I was gonna say they, they got bet early and often.
1: So it hurts fifty
0: five. Yeah, it's tough to be betting it now to win the NFC East. I don't hate. It's basically a saying. You believe in this team and. Um, it's going to matter that Dallas Knock. lost nah. you know, three quarters of their receiving core and we'll only be getting a little bit of that back eventually once we come off a major injury. So Plus it's one not big enough. Doesn't
1: move the needle. Yeah.
0: It's not big enough, but if I had to make a bet out of the three, that would be the one.
1: No, no, um, no. We- you already you already said it your your win total over ladder makes that that makes the most sense to yeah
0: well no i'm going from the top down like eventually like yeah the bet i will make is probably some i'm not gonna go as you know full bet like i did with the bears because i do just love that one but i will be looking at a ladder of uh win total uh what do you want to call them alt win totals like a little so you go three quarters of a unit on like uh, overnight and a half and then a half on you, you try to, you know, let's say you had 200 bucks, you do like 75 on the regular one 50 on the next one, 50 on the one after that, and maybe lighter on the next one. So I'll, I'll see how much money I want to split up on the Eagles, but I, it's going to be a, you know, smaller amounts on the bigger odds, I think. And we'll, we'll see where we can get it. It's just like we used to do it five times with those alt, uh, alt overs. Those are fun,
1: yeah. I can't do 25 to one on Hertz MVP, that's too low. Uh, not quite enough ways, not quite enough equity to capture there. I found a 35,
0: even that is that's borderline. I only have have one book open right now, so I will be shopping some eagle stuff. I'll let you guys know what what I end up betting.
1: Is there enough of a statistical improvement upside for Hertz? to where even if they do get the one seed he is going to be is there going to be a plausible case we'll get to this with another mvp bet i made in a couple of weeks but is there a plausible case that his statistical upside you know his statistics could improve to where he has mvp numbers from year two to year three
0: yeah i mean if it just turned out he needed one more piece of the receiving core and a little more time with this offensive scheme like a lot of times MVP awards aren't truly given off of counting stats. Sometimes it's, Hey, his counting stats are top 10.
1: If his this, touchdown to interception ratio, if his, if his touchdown to interception ratio is elite and they're the one seed, he's people are making plausible cases for him. And yeah, he,
0: he's, he's in that, like if it were a Heisman, he's on the stage in that case. Like he doesn't need to be top five in every counting stat category. If the God, team wins 13 it's 14 too games. much
1: i think it's too much of a leap
0: because you, you have the rogers fatigue brady's won it probably too many times that'll be more of a balanced team uh, it feels like they really want to give it to josh allen like and there's oh, not much that they, they don't play the bills there's nothing well josh uh, allen
1: doesn't have to make an improvement which is why that's part of a nice case jalen jalen hurts jalen hurts
0: can do everything he wants and if josh allen Throws forty three touchdowns, twelve interceptions, and they get the one seed. Like, he's just going to get some extra hardware that year.
1: So uh, yeah, I don't think Hurts is going to get it. I don't think he's in contention. He's on yeah, my. He's he, on the out. He's on the outs for me. Contention. I definitely so, think
0: I, he'll be in the conversation. God, I, I th- people will talk about it, and it won't be a case of like. People talking out of their ass about it. It'll be it'll be merited if he can take this offense to the next. Uh, well,
1: I'm already said I'm not going to bet it, so we're going to make a case against it every time it comes up.
0: <laughs> I feel like it, it's like our our uh, Bengals from last year. Maybe we have to bet it now. Just yeah, have right, something right, to right. when we run with our tails between our legs, we have some money at least.
1: Something. So right. I mean, a Actually, plan you know of
0: betting what? plan of betting attack. Like I said, I'm betting some alt overs in this team. I believe, like, if they're going to really overperform, I want to get a four to one because they won thirteen games.
1: Okay, you know like what I'm going to cash- do? I'm going to do this out of spite. Okay, oh, I missed the best of the prices. Do out a of spite, like out of spite, I'm going to root in my heart that the Lions beat them week one, and the Lions train get the the restored the roar train get gets off prices, to a nice then. start, and then I can get better prices. I can get the, I can be like, boom value. Why bet the Eagles? <laughs> why bet the Eagles now? <laughs> when you can just wait until after they lose the lives, Andy. <laughs> just wait till they're down seven nothing, boom value. Just wait there. Yeah, just wait till they're down. I mean, there's, wait there's a chance own, this
0: happened. Week, okay. week one is always a weird week. We will be, just in. wait until they're on one. I'll be, I'll be in beautiful Las Vegas again.
1: I think this team is going to be wearing the weight of expectations, Andy that's never a good way to heavy start your season
0: heavy is the head that wears <laughs> the cheese steak crown because the, f- the Phillies aren't getting any love the flyers aren't any good yeah, yeah, like, this yeah. is this is the team
1: yeah I guess Nova, okay so a betting attack andy's gonna ladder him I am going to be patient and wait for boom value and uh and I think uh, uh I think ultimately we are expecting good things from this team in the regular season but cautious about their potential for the regular to the offseason especially because if like if you haven't even really been tested if you haven't really t- played any you know if you haven't gone up against uh any real th- you know serious threats in the AFC, in the nfc then in, you know that super bowl run could be tough even if it goes through philly um although boy oh boy is philly is that a nice place to play your fucking home playoff games that's a nice place to play your home playoff games. Link. So again,
0: uh if you have anything oh, we you th- think we best leave it in the comments on under the YouTube video, leave it on our Twitter, and we're gonna we're gonna take a step away. We're gonna take a mm. step away and come back in just a moment and do a couple. Maybe
1: late to guys. the party. Maybe late to the party with the <sighs> Eagles, but I'm prepared to uh to put on my uh, my dog mask. In,
0: you're in the guy in the year. corner meme. They don't know I'm cheering against them in week one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the Eagles party, but I'm cheering yeah, against but them. Yeah, you're week at one. the Eagles party. Yeah. They don't know
0: I bet the Lions this week. They don't know I bet the Lions this week. Yeah. So, uh, all right, four Fly and a half Eagles points, spread, by the way.
1: You think four and a half points is right?
0: The Lions still haven't proven. Like as much bluster as we have, they still haven't proven anything. So that number is correct.
1: Music